Podcast on. Did you just make your voice echo like an anime? Yeah. I just did an anime yell. Not you. And... Terrence was like, Terrence? "Podcast on," and it was like, "On." Oh. oh yes, because, he did. That's because I I am an anime character. I don't know. If you haven't figured it out by now, Joe. But I I, I don't I have a secret life. Okay, that's what I heard. I'm certain that's not what happened. But I am going to add it in the post, and this is going to no, be our. No, the, he definitely clap, echoed though? it. Have you? Oh shit! Yeah. Can we wait until we're talking about the Steven Universe game to talk about Steven Universe this week? Do you know what Steven Universe and Overwatch have in common? Baseball. Let's talk about the summer games. That's one giant middle finger towards Joe. Yeah, well, what the fuck else is new? You know? <laughs> Hello, Internet, and welcome to Overwatch, hey, a gaming podcast. Say oh that my on my God. podcast. Oh, you can't man. say hello, Internet, here. Hello and welcome to Overwitch. It's a gaming podcast. Where your three best friends. I can't. Joe has to do it. That's the law. It's the law of thirds. Oh, fine, fine. Welcome to Overwitch. It's a gaming podcast where your three best no, friends catch you up on Overwatch. Give me that good energy. This uh, is okay. great. Look, you can't hear my smile. I can hear your smile. Yeah. It, mm, I, how's everybody doing today? You... I would be really great if you would either say the intro or let me say it without cutting me off. <laughs> Listeners, we're having okay. technical difficulties. I'm we'll be right back after this commercial break. Cue the commercial. Welcome to Overwatch. We're here every two weeks and we're going to tell you about video games. And we have so much more time for me to just say the word Overwatch <laughs> because of how little we're talking about Overwatch these days. This is a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch if there's anything relevant to talk about. And then we talk about some other video game. My name is Joe and I'm your best friend. I'm Terrence and I'm also your best friend. My name is Ray and I'm your other third best friend. And there's something happening in Overwatch for us to talk about. It's the summer games. It's so hot outside. It's so hot. And time it's... for ball and, and shirtless. Shirtless is a sport. And um, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, same same skin from uh, and, is, and, a, is a sport and wet. too. Mm-hmm. Wet. There's little wet and and big wet. There's uh, big. There's big I wet. prefer big wet. Oh, I really like. Um, orange slices. That's that's a good summer event. Have you ever had a watermelon? Hole? Yeah, one, like just chomp, yeah. just gomp. I, I can't say that I have. That's a sport. Which Overwatch character would be best at it? Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. I bet Junkrat. And hear me out, okay? So. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen eating competitions? Uh-huh. Yes. The best eaters, which, I, is that what they're called? Like, yeah. You, what you, okay, professional the best eaters. Yeah. The, professional, the best professional eaters are, like, deceptively tiny. Yeah, they're thin. Well, uh, see, Junkrat's also, like, seven feet tall. Yeah, how does yeah. he How does he nourish that whole body without uh, eating un, uh, unreasonable amounts at the same time? I bet it's Moira. I was gonna say, oh. it might be Moira. Has she but figured she out her... She's cheat. She's a cheater. Yep. Cheater. Yeah. Hear, hear me out. Cheater, cheater, watermelon eater. Wrecking ball. Ooh, wrecking ball. Just because of the pumpkin skin, honestly. But he eats everything. I thought we were talking about watermelons. Yeah, but we it's are. the same concept. I feel I, like that's a transferable skill. I. If you can eat the rind of a pumpkin, I'm pretty sure you can you can mess up a watermelon pretty good. It's it's actually Hanzo. Is the thing. All right, that's enough of that. Summer <laughs> games are here, and you can play Lucio Ball, but it's not fun. You could play R Rocket League instead if you wanted to. 
That's also kind of not fun, but, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, and the other thing with summer games is that they have summer skins, and there are a lot of good ones from olden times. This, the McCree uh, lifeguard skin is a classic. Um, Goddess Mercy. Oh, yeah, Goddess Mercy is so good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, My personal favorite, Echidna Sombra. Okay, all right. <laughs> Wait, is it really called a kidna? It's not. It's not. No, is it? it's Tulum. Oh, right, right, right. Well, yeah, you can't just like say an inside joke like it's the thing. I thought we brought it up before. Wait, does Maybe. she have yeah. a skin? She brought. She wears a, a samba has a skin that looks like knuckles. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Her hair definitely looks like knuckles. Also, when she walks, she goes slap, 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 slap. Just like knuckles. She's wearing oh, slippers. the summer it's skin. Like... Okay, I, I yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also worth noting this year that there are exclusive skins tied to each week of the summer games event. So you'll have to win nine games in any game mode, just like these. We've seen more and more of these, um, these weekly challenge game challenges come out, starting with the diva short, I believe was the first one like this. Yeah. And there's, uh, the three weeks of the summer event, there's a Reaper skin available, a May skin and a Reinhardt skin, none of which are terribly impressive, but they are time-limited uh, exclusive loot, so if you're into that kind of thing, I'm certainly going to be playing a little bit more Overwatch than normal to try to get yeah. them. You also get a sprays. Uh, uh, sprays. Three and, and six wins yeah. for, per week. Yeah. Win number nine is the skin, to, to clarify. Correct. So, that's what's going on in Overwatch. Did I miss anything? Um, not... Oh, um... No, no, nothing, I mean, like, official. There was only one highlight intro brought in. And it's Baptiste, and he's discussing his uh his thing. But oh, all I have kissing. to say about huh? Discus? Who's he kissing? He's di- he's he kissing these. I don't, uh-huh. I don't know. It's dis, dis what? Discussing discus? It's discus. He's throwing a disc because he's playing discus. Is that a play or is that just? Do you play discus or do you just do? You participate. Do you just discus. do discus? Regardless, I I was not a fan of many of the skins. They aren't as hey, poppy as hey they hey. Can we go back about twenty seconds? What, what? are Terrence you saying? <laughs> Terrence said there's a new um, highlight intro of Baptiste discussing, and I said, "Who's he kissing?" He's throwing a disc. Okay, he's throwing a discus. so he's he's throwing his life his life alert into the air, and <laughs> oh yeah, okay, <laughs> like that song, like. Like, dis kiss, dis kiss. Like that, that song. song. So inevitable. That's a song. It's, it's this yes, kiss. Yes, it is. This kiss. It doesn't. It's not funny. Is the thing. <laughs> no, Go ahead I, and just say it, Terrence. No, I'm just. It. I just don't. I've never heard of that song, and it doesn't sound good to me. Is it a good song? Well, you you it's... would probably recognize it if it if, if somebody could, that could sing sing it. <laughs> Is there anything else cool? The Torbjorn skin's kind of cool. Torbjorn skin. Genji's Genji skin. skin's cool, but Genji has too many cool skins, so. Yeah. It's true. The Torbjorn skin is very good to me, though. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, he has shells in his beard. You get to see some Torb flesh. Mm-hmm. His, he, he got an arm, though. Yeah. He got a, he got yeah. a real arm, though. A real arm. Ah, real arm. I don't mean that his like robot arm is a t- is replaced. I mean his his flesh arm is a is a good one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could say many things about that arm, but instead I'll just say yes. <sighs> All right, let's move on to the game. But I don't know how to transition now. Can you help me? Um. So okay, yeah, I can. Um. So Genji has a sort of baseball skin, and you know who else likes baseball? Let's get on a warp pad and go talk about Last the one. video game. Are you gonna be the silly one who can't, who doesn't stand up straight, and then we have to like kind of glance over at what when, when we go on the warp pad, like Steven? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. No. I'm not gonna be That's the silly Ray. one. Okay, Ray's, Ray's the gonna gopher. be the silly one. Okay. It's me. How's space? Cold. Steven! <laughs> He's it's cold. cold. Ray, tell me about this wonderful game. I know you're excited to talk about it. 
Um, yeah. Steven Universe Save the Light is an RPG video game that features the characters from Steven Universe, which is a very wonderful television cartoon on Cartoon Network. Uh, it plays like Paper Mario, if you've ever played it. It does. Its art is very Paper Mario, yeah. if you've ever played it. it but for those who hasn't is, played Paper Mario, could you elaborate? Yeah, it has turn-based combat that includes deciding your actions and also acting against your the enemy's actions. So defending from enemy actions as well. Yeah, so it's, timing is part of it. Yeah, it's not, you have to pay attention to fights. It's not just you take turns attacking. You have to actively press buttons to to do good attacks and to defend the characters from certain moves. Yeah, the flow of battle is like very classic, almost like it's a time, it's an action, or a, what is it, an active battle, kind of like Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VII even. Like it's, or mm-hmm. Final Fantasy X2. Well, or, or a yes. or a less classic example, yes. <laughs> X two is a classic. It, it isn't as old though. You don't have to be old to be a classic. You taught me that. Okay, how could right. he have taught you that? He's old as shit. Please continue. So this game is a little old. It's out for most consoles, including PC, Switch, PS four, Xbox. You know, all the all the the normal all the normal console types. So not your Game Boys. And it came out a few years ago, and it was written by the Rebecca Sugar who made the show, so it's ve- it's written very good, and it's also the sequel to a mobile game. You can tell uh, that it's written by Rebecca Sugar. Like it's it's got the exact same tone and writing as the as the show. Like it's it it's not some weird cheesy spinoff. It is like an extension of the show. Yeah. So so couple things i want to get into that but it is a sequel to a mobile game called steven universe attack the light which uh is basically this game which with a much shorter story and like less uh actions and moves Mm -hmm. and you're you're only limited in your character selection and they expand upon that a lot in this game there's multiple i think uh seven playable characters from from the series all with in with very individual characteristics and move sets that you can customize to an extent, and Joe's favorite thing, badges also appear yeah. in badges this game. Badges from Paper Mario. Yeah, exactly. But the there's also full voice acting for for most important scenes and and battles, which includes the original cast. So there's a lot of love thrown into this game. And Absolutely. I really enjoy it, Terrence. What? I want to know what you think about this game. So, Steven Universe Saves the Light um, definitely stays true to... Uh, um, they, they've they only shown it a few times that I can remember in the show, the art style that they use for the characters. And it's mm-hmm. very small and like... It's kind of like their version of Chibi. Like, anime's Chibi yeah. is their version of how they uh, play through this game. But the characters interact with the world as if it's uh, three-dimensional. And that is... Fairly cool. I mean, they stay on a left and right type of attack, uh, animation style, or like w- anytime they're doing something, it's left or right. But uh, you can definitely go forward and back, which I think is really cool. And they definitely yeah. play with um, diagonals all the time when you're just walking throughout a uh, uh, beach city. Um, they each of the characters' voice lines that I've heard are um, not stuff I've heard. Uh, not everything is something that I heard from the show, which I was afraid of. I thought it was just going to be copy and pasted lines, yeah. but nope. it's not. Yep. And they definitely stay true to their character with what they're saying, which I really, yeah. I really do enjoy that. Yep. So, um, I played this game about this game. And let me tell you guys, I really do not buy games that, <laughs> that I just, that I don't think I'm going to play a lot. So I bought this game. I was kind of worried about that. And, um, right out the gate i'm playing it with my friend and we both agree we're like okay so this looks way better than i thought it would um they definitely uh it's very smooth feeling and um definitely not for you graphic hounds it's not like it's a cartoon you're playing uh, in a cartoon world and they and they do a really good job of that it's really nice looking it's not like it's not like 3d real d 
like yeah exactly <laughs> cutting edge like realism it's like it's a cartoon but it is very pretty yeah it is and um so the character i so uh, me playing this rpg i didn't ex- i expected it to be very rpg like but i didn't know what i was getting into they have the skill trees not not skill trees because you just get all the skills they have level ups they have skills they have skill points that can alter your skills depending on kind of like a skill tree depending on mm-hmm. where you put your skill mm-hmm. points the characters have relationships <clears throat> um and uh, are constantly increasing the relationship based on what you decide to do throughout the fights, which is probably my absolute favorite thing that I have not seen in um, RPGs like this. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're actively... So, you see... Even if you see a, an enemy getting too close to Connie, and because you know that enemy needs to get close in order to attack, you go in with Steven to push him away, Connie recognizes that, oh, I almost got hit and you saved me. That creature died and... You, you're the one that saved me, so then their relationship gets better. I right. think that's really cool. Um, or even as something as simple as healing somebody that needs it. The, yeah. Every every set of characters has their own relationship meter, and it's really cool because it fills up relatively quickly, mm-hmm. and once you have it, you have access to a special attack or a special move. And, um, and, and it includes both parties. And it includes both parties. In and, some form, which it might be fusion, might be a super mm-hmm. attack. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. And what what I like what that Terrence brought up is that Steven Universe, in case it's not clear, is a very good show that's near and dear to all our hearts. And a big cornerstone of that show is relationships. And I'm very happy that they were able to include that mecha- as a mechanic in yeah. this game and make it interesting and something that you want to strive for. Yeah. And like... Um... A lot of their uh, level ups and skill ups have to do with uh, what that character is is pretty much known for. I mean, when you see all the characters, they have a set of stats that you can pretty much assume a, li- uh, a bit about what their role is by looking at those. But I just want to talk a little bit about my favorite character, Amethyst. I didn't get too far into the game, not as far as I'd like to before this episode gets released, but I was able to use Amethyst and and just take her a little farther and... I'm glad that I chose Amethyst because she has some really crazy synergy with Greg. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's perfect because in the show, they're pretty they're pretty good friends. So it makes sense yeah. that they should be able to work together fairly well. Um, yep. Last thing I wanted to mention is the fact that uh, a couple of my favorite things that are just out of nowhere. So uh, Greg, Steven's dad, uh, is a guitarist. And his skills is kind of like area of effect, damage, and healing is what I've learned about him. A lot of his skill has to do with sound. The closer you are to him, the more impactful it is. Um, he, when you're walking around, you can just decide to play the guitar. And there's four different buttons that make different sounds. So I'm there's sure actually people six. Have... You oh, can six. use the shoulders, too. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yep. So yep. I guarantee there are people online who made some pretty nifty stuff with that. And I'd like to see... If somebody... Didn't make Zelda's lullaby with that. I will be very upset. I, it's thing. it's really cool mechanic, and I also really like how useful Greg is, and the fact that um his voice line where he says, "Well, if you think I can do it, that's all I need." I'm like, yeah. yes, he's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, he's like, so excited great. to be included and be around, mm-hmm. and that's so true to Greg. And mm-hmm. and like you can tell, like a lot of the time, like he he. As a character, he just feels like he doesn't belong there. But he's he's one of he's probably my favorite character to use. He's so interesting the way that he works in the battles, yeah, in yeah. the battle system. Yeah, he definitely he's makes a it stay on my team. He definitely he definitely makes it feel like one of those RP, RPGs where you have that one character where you're like, okay, okay, yeah, that, that, you can do some really like it's he, a really unique, not, yeah. a really unique take on a character. Like you know, Steven is like the tank kind of and healer. And Connie just has a sword, so she's like really good at attacking. And like I would more and call... they all have they're they're not none of them fit super perfectly neatly into those boxes. Yeah, but Greg is mm-hmm. a really unique character. That I mean, he's you can see him as a bard kind of, but um, like the way that he works physically on the battlefield is interesting in a way that I haven't really seen in a game mm-hmm. like this really ever before. Mm-hmm. The closest thing that comes to mind is the mobile game Battle Heart, but like I think maybe a thousand <laughs> people played that, and <laughs> and now, one I of d- them is on Lunar Light Studio. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question, but Joe, I want to know a little bit more about your experience first. Okay, 
Um, I got a little bit further than Terrence. I actually, so you start off the game and within like the first 30 minutes or so, you've teamed up with Connie and Greg. And then from there, depending on how you do things, you meet up with one of the gems, but you eventually meet up with all of them. I've beaten the first boss, uh, which right after the first boss is when you have meeten all all three of the other gems. So mm-hmm. have meeten, have meeten, have met, well, and met. that's have and met. that's fun because have like met. you expect the gems to be on your team, but right? You, get all you the expect humans it to be first. Steven and the crystal gems, but no, you you team up with the humans first, and like I don't think and I'm they're... ever gonna take Connie or Greg off of my team. Yeah, well, I just can't. as valuable How as can the gems. You? How can you take them off? Yeah. They're they're so cool. Like and it's fun because it's like it's already makes me want to play the game again. Like I want to play it with Connie and Greg on my team, but then I also kinda want to do a run where like once I have all the gems, I just roll with the crystal gems. And yeah. I don't ever change them out. So mm-hmm. it, the all the skill trees are really cool. I, I gotta be honest, like when when see, Ray brought this game to to us and said, let's do it, I was a little hesitant because and the only thing I had ever really heard about it was from Ray's mouth. And Ray said that it was a fun game. It was like Paper Mario. And he liked it a lot. But also there were some issues with it. And it was kind of buggy. And it could be better. And I was like, okay, if Ray's saying that about this game, then, you know, maybe it's not really all that good. I was blown away. This game <laughs> is, is awesome. This game, I mean... I haven't played a good Paper Mario game in a long time, and this comes real dang close to filling mm-hmm. that hole. Um, and the battle I... system is really interesting. The leveling system is really interesting. The character stuff is really cool. The quest systems are a little bland, but, like, god damn, I, I couldn't yeah. say enough good things about this game. I'm only critical because I love the game so much. <laughs> that, I mean, that thing. tracks. I'm... Yeah. That that and like that's my biggest gripe is that when I played this the first time they might have patched it by now I'm not sure mm-hmm. there were some bugs where like characters got stuck and they wouldn't be there and they yeah. like oh they wouldn't be there for part of the battle and mm. it it wasn't like super frustrating but it it had an impact when I was sure. playing sure um, but I still love this game to death it's very good and it's very wholesome. Um, I do have a question for both of you, though, and Terrence might have already answered it, but which crystal gem did you see first? I chose Amethyst because, and I'm going first because you guys already know, I chose Amethyst because she is my spirit gem, and she just, no matter what is thrown her way, she has a strong understanding of, okay, so what's next? Like, okay, so this is how it is. This is how it goes. Mm-hmm. And not not, not necessarily stating this is how it goes, but not dwelling on the fact that things have changed. It's yeah. just like, oh, it, it just is. And she moves in that type of, like, mentality, which I'm, which I super vibe with. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I picked, I, I struggled on who I was going to pick first. <laughs> Um, but I, uh-huh. I picked Garnet first. I met Garnet first. And then the second gem that I found was Amethyst. And I have recently met Pearl, and I want to take her into battle just to see what she can do. But mm-hmm. I think I'm going to keep Amethyst on my team. She doesn't have the most synergy, but she is interesting to play with. Oh, just you wait for that synergy is the thing. <laughs> can I tell you about an attack that she gets later? Uh, the spin dash? N- no, actually. Sure. Um, she gets oh, an electric whip that I have that. stuns yeah. an enemy. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. Moves I just feel like it... there's a lot of a lot of people on my team right now have a lot of skills that need to channel, and uh-huh. there's not enough defense to go around. And mm-hmm. Amethyst has defense with Steven form. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean like uh, if you take any damage whatsoever during some moves, they get interrupted. Um, yeah. Well, what what's great is that. Steven's wonderful with that, with the bubble. Mm-hmm. But that's what I, I um, wanted to mention earlier, and I know this is like really small, but I honestly think Steven is just heal support, and that Connie's totally tank. Because her health pool is higher than his right out the gate. I his actually def- use Connie as DPS. And they both have high. the same... No, they both have the same defense at the beginning as well. So depending on what you want to do... Okay, I guess so. I, I It just seems to me that he's stacked toward defense because his defense skills are so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I mean, here's the thing: when you, so you can raise when when leveling up, you can raise attack, defense, luck, and teamwork. And for almost all the characters, I have buffed up teamwork because they all get very interesting skills. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I focus a lot on team attacks instead of like individual hits. It kind of makes sense. People. No, that's a good way to play it. I might have to look into that. But continue. Um, no, that's it. It's, it's very, I, it's a very team-based game for me with the four characters. You get four characters at any given point. You can swap them out at warp pads and it's, it's just a ton of fun. And I can't wait for you to meet the, the last character that you get to on your party. I am burning trying to figure out who that's going to be. I, yeah. It's, oh, you know what? I have some more questions and some things that I want to get into, but first, I think we should take a quick break and open up a little loot box. Ooh. Ka-chunk. What's in that loot box? It's a ghost. Ooh. I think we've done that before for a different podcast. <laughs> I think we did it for this one. Artificial Ghost Radio is a podcast on the Lunar Light Studio Network. It's a comedy podcast where every week the hosts Miles and Mars recommend each other songs, and they see where the conversation takes them. And each episode has a theme, and they're changing this format up uh, in their upcoming season two, which is yeah. very exciting for them. But their their current, if you're listening to older episodes, the format includes um, the that the first two songs the hosts uh, relate to that theme, and then they bring in two new favorite songs that they have recently fallen in love with and talk about those. Miles likes to talk. Er, Miles likes to bring a lot of very fun and wacky segments to make the show interesting and not fall flat, and it's very fun. So, Artificial Ghost Radio is found on the Lunar Light Studio Network or wherever you get your podcast every single Saturday. Whoa, whoa, That's whoa, music. Whoa, whoa. That's a lot of Saturdays. All of them. Till the end of time. Till the end of time. The other podcast that is getting a little love from us this week is called Badvertising. Badvertising came here before, and they poisoned this podcast, and they poisoned my mind, but God love them anyway. <coughs> um, podcast is a podcast is a advertising, wherein the hosts are ad executives. I'm really good at reading ads. Um it's a podcast wherein the hosts are ad executives who take your favorite brands, then create a product and a viral ad campaign that will be sure to end in failure. Hosted by Penny Parker, Lily Blue Lennox, Thanos, and Haley Rhodes, airing every other Monday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever you get your podcasts. Badvertising, your dissatisfaction guaranteed. Once more, thank you so much to Badvertising and Artificial Ghost Studio and Lunar Light Studio for your support this week. Let's get on into the rest of the episode. All right, so I have a couple more things that I'd like to talk about, is, and the, that is... Wait, the whoa, whoa, ex- Ray, you got to answer your own dang question, boy. Who's the oh, first? I didn't answer it. Yeah. Oh, no. Who's that Who's that sweet, that sweet lady you added to your team? I chose Garnet. Of course. Uh-huh. Everybody would think Pearl, but I actually saved Pearl for last because she's the best. Because you knew Pearl would be last if you chose Garnet first. Because that's how the song goes. Yeah, exactly. I, oh, I'm so glad you got it. That is exactly how I decided. <laughs> it was, was the song. Uh, I went Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. And Steven. And yeah, Garnet's fun. Um, honestly, she's not my favorite character to play with in this game. Yeah, I agree. But she, I do have a question, she, though. What? She has some interesting moves, yes. Uh, spoiler question. So, she's a fusion. Spoiler alert. Sorry, you guys, if you guys didn't know that. Um, is she fusion-powered? Well, and hey, can she unfuse? Let's actually... What do you mean? Is she as strong as Devani, and can she unfuse? Give me a moment before... Because okay. I, I want to take this second here to ask, ask Ray, because you're kind of the leading expert on Steven Universe, what what point in the show should you have watched to before playing this game if you want to avoid spoilers? Because there's some stuff. Uh, there is some stuff. I want to say end of season three, but let me double check real quick. I think that Steven and Amethyst happens in season four, doesn't yeah. it? 
No, it's end of no. season three. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that's yeah. Jasper. So yeah, end of season three, I think, is where we're at. Maybe get in a little bit of season four just in case. Just to be safe. Yeah, yeah, but I'm season three is pretty safe. Okay. After that, you get some spoilies and actually, right the or, gate, if you, you don't, you see if, Connie, if, you get spoilies. Also true. Yeah. Listen, just watch the show. It's excellent. It's really good. I would. I should good. talk about this show will, a lot more. I think more. this game. The other thing is, I do think this game would be a good introduction to the show if you like tried watching it and you like. I know a lot of people bounce off the first few episodes. Um, yeah, it's true. So yeah. if that happened to you, try playing this game, and if you like it, then maybe you'll have a new appreciation. But let's get back to Terrence's question. Can you clarify what you mean about Garnet being fusion powered okay. and? So, okay, yeah. so definitely seem to be part of the tutorial. You, uh, at the beginning of the game, you fuse Steven and Connie to make Stevani. And they are extremely powerful compared to the normal unfused characters. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. Garnet being a fusion, if she matches that power level and if she can unfuse like Stevani. Um, Garnet is Garnet and is a playable character. Okay. Okay. So and Ruby and Sapphire are either not in this game without Ray having to spoil things. They're either not in uh-huh. this game as characters or maybe they're like an attack or something. But okay. Garnet could still fuse. I think Garnet can still fuse like with Amethyst to become uh you get or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh yeah. and then Sardonyx. Do we get Sardonyx with, in this uh, one? Pearl. I I can't remember. I know Opal's in it. I'm pretty sure aren't Opal's in it. Pearl. Good, good Opal. Man. Dude, hold on. It's bothering me now. I need to find out. Because <laughs> if Sardonyx is in it, I've just never used her, which is a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, no, um, I'm pretty sure Sardonyx is, is, is here. Anyway, um, I do have a question. Or not, no, that's, that's, that's wrong. I, I do want to talk about how this game tackles exploration and puzzle solving. Okay. Because it's a big part of the gameplay aside from the battling. Yeah. That's pretty much the cycle of gameplay is you explore and solve some puzzles in the overworld while you're scattered with enemies and bosses to fight. Exploration is wonderful in this in the Steven Universe world. It you get sure to visit is. some 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 familiar and not so familiar locations. They're both old and new, which is exciting. And some of the locations you visit are like places you visit in the show, but you get to see them in more depth, mm-hmm. which is fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the puzzle solving, it's interesting because some puzzles require certain characters because each character has a specific skill they can use outside of battle right and terrence brought up greg's guitar you can use that to solve music puzzles kind of like the legend Legend of zelda Zelda, um and there's some other things like amethyst's whip that can grab things like a cooper shell from paper mario (laughs) and i listen it's i love this game (laughs) but um the puzzles aren't too difficult once you figure it out like i in my opinion yeah they're still interesting but they they're not like real head scratchers and that's fine i think if this was your first game like this there's there's a degree of difficulty there's some that you'd probably have to skip and come back to but like you know you and i grew up on paper mario and this is we keep saying it, but it's very much like a Paper Mario game. If you yourself have been missing the the classic flavor of that great old game, maybe give this one a whirl. <laughs> and you know, generally speaking, difficulty is relative. So yeah, is that too? It's true. Yeah. Um. It's well. Speaking of difficulty, maybe the puzzle difficulty is one thing. The battle difficulty is deceptively huh. dis- difficult. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I lost. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. When I lost Connie for the first time, I I did I couldn't sleep at night. Did yeah. you cry? Because I cried when I lost a, a, a gem. I lost it to, <laughs> and I want to tell you the little shield uh, light thing, because I just ran out of time. Yeah. I, I I used up all my skills and I was waiting, and then it just was all on it. It just attacked twice, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you have to use items. Um, like on some battles, and that's not something I'm used to in video games. Yep. The mm-hmm. the first boss that I fought, I think I had to fight it three or four times 
Like it, it, mm-hmm. it wiped me. And there was one time I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to do my final attack and finish this thing off. And then it just unleashes this mega laser and kills my whole team. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm done now. Like oh, you, yeah, it's go ahead. You, and it's not a matter of grinding either. Like I, I felt like I was pretty appropriately leveled the whole time. I did a little bit of backtracking because I had missed a couple of the puzzles and so, like, I, you know, I wasn't, like, under-leveled, but I I had I had a tough time with it, and I had to figure out a strategy that was going to work, which was really interesting to me, because everything else about this game has been, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a game for adults, like, it's it's a game for, for younger kids, and that's kind of, but, but it, it works for everyone, I think. You can't brute force your way through a battle. Right, right. You, you gotta have a strategy, and if... The other thing is that if it fails, you will be able to try it again or try something new. Like you can, you can find what works, what doesn't work, and you can f- fix it and then come back and with a new approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my favorite. Oh, actually, it might be a spoiler for a Greg move, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it because. It, and uh, another cool thing about having this game and buying it is that a. I have another Switch game, so that's really cool. I don't have too many Switch games because I need a lot of convincing to buy something. Mm-hmm. And I also really want to play more. I want to play more. <laughs> and I so much so that I still haven't played my Animal Crossing that I found, which is pretty disappointing because I, I haven't visited my, my, my village. They need me. <laughs> but I'm on vacation still. Um, so, yeah, there's that too. Who's your favorite character to play? Like, whose who's moveset so far is the most interesting to you? Greg. Connie. Connie's good. I like Connie a lot. It's not one character. They, they yeah. work well because they all work together in interesting ways. Like, like, Greg is this bard, and he uses star points to start playing a jam... But then he can freely switch between what kind of effects that jam is going to have while the effect is still active. It lasts for a certain amount of time, but if he takes damage during that time, the effect is is ended, and so you don't get as much bang for your buck. But Connie has a move where she can protect mm-hmm. a, a person, which means that she can stand in front of Greg, and any attacks that would be directed at him are directed at her instead, and she gets the opportunity to counterattack when that happens. And Steven has a bubble, which <laughs> automatically deflects one attack, which is useful, but it's even more useful when you're protecting the channeling of this of this skill. So, like... Team Humans is real. Team, Team Humans, Humans is, is real, real but they all work together. And then Amethyst with her Electrocute thing. Like, worst case scenario, you can freeze one enemy for a certain amount of time and just take them out of the battle. That's really mm-hmm. cool and very useful when so many things require you to channel, especially Greg. So it, it's, it's all about the combination of what you can use. And I, it's really exciting to think about how many combinations would be useful and what cool combinations you can, you can come up with on your own. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to replay this game after I beat it and try out the, like different skills. It seems like it's kind of short, so that doesn't seem like it'll be a problem. And yeah, I'd, I, like my, I'd like to introduce it to the kids I work with. I feel like that'd be a really mm-hmm. easy introduction to oh, yeah. uh, RPGs. Although, I will say this. When I was playing with my friends, the concept that you don't have to wait for your turn to start is very mind-boggling to people who aren't used to a game like this. Because yeah. there's been plenty mm-hmm. of times where I'm like, attack. Now. Now. You got hit. And he's like, oh, I thought I had... No. Just, just as long as you have stars, hit that A button for now. Because it's the beginning and, and there's no... And, you know, strategy isn't that big of a deal at the beginning but like just the concept of oh i i can attack even though nothing is anybody can attack Mm -hmm. anybody can attack twice in a row if you want oh i've done like four times in a row with connie because (laughs) like get it girl smack him up (laughs) but that just adds a lot to you know what the strategy you're trying to employ and there's a lot of that in this game Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot more thorough than what the cutesy art style yeah. might initially want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the show. Kind of like the show. Yeah, wow. exactly. Exactly. You're right, Ray. So <sighs> since you're so right, I have another question for you. Ooh, okay. Um, so 
Well, there's no point in asking you. Just answered it. I uh, do. You are think... you, Terrence? You huh? have spent the least time out on this game out of the three of us. Are you going to continue playing this game after this episode goes out? Yes, and not just because I spend cash on it, <laughs> but because <laughs> it's a fun game, and I do love Steven Universe. It is one of the only shows that I have pushed myself to finish. Uh huh. That is not an anime, so I'm very proud of myself for that. I love Steven Universe too, and that's been a big part of this conversation. But I think it's also important to say that this game is fun. I think it's a good video game without having a love mm-hmm. of Steven Universe. I think it's a yeah. really good video game, and I'm also going to spend more time on it. I'm going to beat it. Ray, are you going to spend more time on it? You can play it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to play it a few. What times. if I sabotage you and hide your uh, your copy of it? I'll buy it again. Oh, man. <laughs> Dedication. You heard it here first. Uh, uh, hey. Peeps and weeps. What Steven Universe character, more than any other one, belongs in Overwatch? Oh, oh, That's a good oh. Question. Oh, my Paradox? gosh. I have to say Amethyst. I have to say Amethyst. We don't have a whippy. Uh, I mean, we have, uh, which we have, we have Brigitte. But yeah, but that's different. I, I I think that is different. I think it's different. Brigitte doesn't have what? a spin dash. She does it. Could you imagine? What about Pearl though? Pearl, I have thought my okay. So my thought was Opal, but we do have Hanzo. But it still feels different enough that it was yeah. would be worth it. We have Doomfist, so Garnet's not gonna work. What if we just include Steven as a support? Put bubbles on people, and they take, that's they take a hit. That, yep, Steven that's Zarya. Steven is not a bad idea. It's not. I don't think any of them are really bad ideas. Okay, wait. So, okay, so Steven plays a lot of Zarya and a lot of support. That That's clear, uh-huh. right? Connie is Genji because of uh, sword and deflect. Sword. <laughs> okay, who who does Garnet play? Doomfist. <laughs> okay. Punchy. Pearl? Uh, I don't know Pearl's attacks in the game. Pearl plays Ash. Spear. Yeah, only because she likes Ash. She pays pink Ash. What uh, is? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Exclusively. Yes. <laughs> that is. The what skin. about Amethyst? Brigitte. You said the, Brigitte no, earlier. But I, who I, does she use? Yeah, I think she uses far she, missiles. I think she likes missiles. Yeah, mm, I, I think like she that. likes because she transforms no. into a helicopter all the time. She plays Junkrat. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Explosions. She likes chaos. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And does Greg play Lucio? Greg, I don't think so. No. I think I think Greg plays. I think Greg might play May or Greg plays Winston. No Winston. May. I think May. May. Yeah, I think May. I think May. <laughs> That's great. It's not. I love this. Yeah. Thank you for indulging me. <laughs> Absolutely, it's great. I love it. You heard it here first, people. Steven Universe cast also plays Overwatch, and that's, that's and that's what we're really trying to get across with our Wait, podcast. Wait, that's a team of six. Is that, Everyone plays. <laughs> oh, it is a team of six. I mean, I don't think a, it's very do balanced. Do they have a comp? Do they have? I don't think they do. No, and it's not no, important. It's not. And, and that's uh, they the have great three gem it. DPS. But that is what Overwatch is about. Explaining how every single person can be brought together with Overwatch. Over Overwatch is about explaining how everything we say is not important. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this podcast again. What are we doing next time, Ray? Next time is a very interesting episode. It's episode 50, and we're going to be doing Super Mario Maker... Sorry, continue. Sorry. And we're going to be doing Super Mario Maker 2. You know what 50 means? If you've been counting carefully, you'll know that 50... I shift my eyes around is lined up perfectly to be the um, the season finale for season two. Yeah. Um, and don't double check that because it might not line up exactly, but that's what it is now. And don't, I mean, don't forget yeah. it because this is important for us. So it should be important for you mm-hmm. and it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I would, I think it w- we would be remiss if we didn't have a few guests. Um, that's I mean, all we'll, I'm going to say. We'll, we'll, I mean, Maybe, maybe we're gonna have a little Super Mario Maker party. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's listenable. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. And maybe we're gonna have out. a few guests. 
And maybe we're gonna have a Super Mario Maker party. Super Mario Maker party. We're gonna make some Marios. We're gonna make. We're gonna make Marios. I'm exclusively (laughs) making Marios from now on. (laughs) Who would Mario? Okay. Uh, Yeah, we'll get there. We will get there. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us a game that you'd like to hear about in the future at Overwatchcast, or you can send an email to overwatchpodcast at gmail.com. That is overwitchpodcast at gmail.com, not overwatchpodcast. <laughs> um, huh? You can leave a review for us on iTunes. And if you do, you will be recognized. First of all, thank you to the people that uh, left a review for us and contacted us so that we could share some of our favorite games for you, with you. We uh, really had a lot of fun with that with those games and we hope that you enjoy them as well we do have some new reviews that i want to get through here um the first new one is from kai on the network kyla jedi wrote great podcast for video game fans and newcomers and it's a five-star review it says the positive energy and chemistry the hosts bring to this show is so charming and fun to listen to i love Ooh. hearing a wide variety of games be highlighted they range from single player, multiplayer, and even dating sims. The Dream Daddy episode was fantastic. Yes. And they do a good job of describing the game even though even if you haven't played it. I don't get to play a lot of games, but I still really like gaming culture, and this podcast highlights all of the positivity of getting to play a game with your friends. If you play a lot of games, it's a great podcast for recommendations, but if you don't, I'd still recommend this podcast because it's fun to listen to what the hosts are playing each week. Give it a listen. And Kyla, Kyla, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's it's going to get, it's going to keep going. Michaela gave us an updated review, which we are counting as a new one. This brings our total to 11 new reviews since the challenge has been uh, placed forward. Hey, what challenge are you speaking The of? challenge, of course, as a quick break from this review segment, is that if we get 20 new reviews from the time of the April Fool's episode when Badvertising came on, then Badvertising will cover Sonic the Hedgehog. And also, we will do a Sonic the Hedgehog game on this show. Um, and I want Don't to do a Sonic the that? Hedgehog game. It's building up so much that I think we might have to do, like, three or four Sonic games in a row, just to, like... You know, I mean, Joe, don't, don't just okay. So okay, wait, <laughs> my so, co-hosts are not happy with me. Oh my goodness! No, so Sonic Mania, Sonic Generations, and Sonic. I can't. I can't do that much. Sonic, Sonic Racing, Super Smash Bros. has Sonic. Can I do Sonic Super Riders, Sonic Riders, Team Sonic Racing, Sonic Heroes, Sonic in the Secret Rings, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Mario Games, Sonic, the, Sonic at the Olympic Games, too. Sonic the Hedgehog for the Xbox 360. Sonic Theft Auto. Pokemon Sonic and Moon. Mm-hmm. Sonic Sonic Revolution. <laughs> so yeah, our... there's a bunch of choices. There's a bunch of choices. <laughs> and also, let us know which Sonic game you want to hear about, because we're probably <laughs> not going to do all of those ones. So our second new review, our updated review, and it is counting toward the total, is an updated review from Michaela. And it's the title of this review is If Platchak Wasn't Toxic, and it's a five-star review. Um, and the question that starts with, you ever pop into the Overwatch League chat stream and everyone is commenting about how much better they do at a certain situation, even if their SR is like 1,537? That's a gamer joke. Um, she went in, though. These guys are the went exact... In. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> these guys are the exact opposite of that feelings. Three dudes having a fun time with a fun game doing challenges... Not so much these days. And then discussing another video game in the second act. I've learned about several games that I'd like to try through these guys, and they're just a delight to listen to, to be honest. They give me the feeling that I had when I was playing Final Fantasy XV. Okay. (laughs) All right. How so? (laughs) I just love these boys because of how much they love each other. Oh, I do love you guys. (laughs) Hey, I'm Noctis. You two back off. I don't want to be Noctis. Which one am I, Ray? Uh, Can I be the mechanic? Sid, 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 Sid's girl. Sid, Sid. What's her name? Sidney. Sidney. Sid, Sid. Moogle. Um, (laughs) I'd be the Moogle. Is there Moogles in in Final Fantasy 15? Uh, kind of. I'm I'm a Moogle. Guys, can I tell you something? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We have a third new review. Oh man. What? This brings (laughs) our total to (laughs) twelve. This is another five-star review. Did you just type review. a review, Joe? Did you just type a review? 
No. I can confirm he did not because I saw this earlier. I this don't week. really believe he re- typed a review, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence, you don't know how to use the internet. I don't know. I... <laughs> this is a new five star review from Laku. Laku? Laku. I like you too. Thank you. Meet your three <laughs> new best friends plus Sonic the Hedgehog. Are you interested in the continual comings and goings of Overwatch, but don't have the time or energy to invest in keeping up with this constantly involving game? Me neither. That was the, my edification. That's not in the review. Are you curious if a game you've had your eye on will be something Overwatch would pull you away from after you've already dropped that crisp $60? Well, here's a podcast for you. Joe, Terrence, and Ray are your three best friends here to keep you up to date on all things Overwatch, or at least the most important things, and to let you know what other games they've been playing and if those games are really worth the hype. Aside from Aww. the knowledge you can get, it's a wonderful look into friends gaming together. P.S. If only they would cover the Sonic the Hedgehog, this would be the best podcast, but I'm rating five stars in hopes that they will do it. Only we would do Sonic. If only we would do Sonic. We're so close, there's only eight more seals on the Sonic door. So thank you again all so very, very much uh, for the the new reviews. We love the love. I... For a while, I know we were worried about getting reviews so that we'd have better optics on iTunes or whatever. I don't think that's really a concern anymore. If you want more people to listen to the show, we do. Tell your friends, and that's great. But we just love getting the love. It, it feels great to know that it we're connecting with people. I feed off of it. Ray I want to hug you guys. Terrence wants to hug you. And I don't know if you know this, but Terrence is a really good hugger. Ace, a, 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 ace trainer. Ace trainer, ace hugger, ace hugger, Terrence, ace hugger, Terrence, ace hugger. I was gonna say top of my class, but I said ace, and I'm like, well, that is uh, not his top number of one my po- class. His number one Pokemon is beware, because he hugs. Beware. Um, I Fair. also one last thing. We did get a piece of fan mail, <laughs> an fan email, mail. and this is the first time that we've gotten an, an email in like a long time. Um, it's from Lucy, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will leave you with a thesis statement here. I really, really love you guys and your show, and I hope you all continue to enjoy making this show for a long time, because I sure enjoy listening. And I, yes. You know what, Lucy? <laughs> Thank you so much. It's stuff like Aww, that that keeps us so going. Sweet. Oh, Thank yeah, you so much, sure. everyone. And we do enjoy the show. Wow. Yeah. With, a, I think, a significant amount of patting ourselves on the back completed, it's time to end this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Overwitch. You make me mushy. Until next time, <laughs> stay gamer. I just feel really good right now, you guys. That was so Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. Why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Johnny! Johnny, what are you doing in my house? I'm sorry, I I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace. I have a mouth to lung setup. I was gonna look all cool. I have a smoking jacket. Listen, we, we, we have to... This is an audio medium. They can't see all of this. We, if you if you want to do a promo, why don't we just do a promo? Fine. Because, you know, it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways. Hi. Welcome to Comradical. I'm Haley Rose, and this is my co-host... Johnny Samuvati. This is an educational podcast about socialism and you. We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical. <laughs>